Whether you are feeling frustrated and stuck overall with your sleep, periods, belly, body, energy, etc. in perimenopause, or you're trying different strategies and tips and not able to get anything to stick or work and see results, you are likely making one of these five mistakes, and this episode is for you. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey sisters, you know the question, how are you feeling in your body today? You know, often when I ask my clients this question, the response I get back is, you know, I'm feeling frustrated, I'm feeling stuck, this and this happened. And those are real things, real things to feel, but those are feelings that come from our mind. Feelings that come from our body are, I'm tired, I'm tight, I feel tense, I feel bloated, you know, I feel uneasy inside, right? These are things we actually experience and feel in our body. You know, I'm feeling um, heavy, you know, around a period. Uh, you know, these are the things that we feel in our body. And it's important to separate the two because culture has really taught us from a young age to not listen to the cues from our body. And that's a huge problem when we hit this stage in our life and our body's kind of like, you know what? I've had enough of being ignored. I've headed up to here and it's time for you to pay attention to me or I'm going to take these whispers or these gentle nudges and I'm going to start screaming them at you in different ways. And that's where we end up in all of these many symptoms of perimenopause because we haven't listened and part of that, a lot of that is actually not our fault, but now is our time to start paying attention, start hearing it. The things that we feel in our mind are frustrated, stuck, like a failure, shame, exhaust, like a mental exhaustion, uh, sad. You know, these are the things that come from our mind. And actually today, even though normally we're really in this podcast, I'm really trying to remind you and remind myself to bring it back to, you know, that connection in our body. Today, we're actually going to talk a little bit more about what we're feeling in our minds and how to move through that. Because the answers to how we're feeling, to healing, really come from our body. That's where we can determine, you know, are, do we have a hormone imbalance? What is that hormone imbalance? Are we getting enough sleep? Are we eating incorrectly? Do we need more nutrients? You know, do we need less of this or that or the other? Do we need to move more? That all comes from the body. But 
we can have all the strategies we want if we don't move through the pieces in the mind, right? The mindset stuff, then this is where we can start to feel stuck, frustrated, overwhelmed, not good enough, like a failure. Um, and, and so managing our mind and how it feels can feel like a full-time job, but it's a very important one. And that's what I want to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about the five biggest hormone healing mistakes that I see. Um, And I have worked with hundreds and thousands of women now in my career in the wellness industry um, around this piece and, and come up with the five biggest healing mistakes that I know I have made over and over again, and that I see and hear from you that you make over and over again. So I really we're gonna we're gonna cover these five mistakes so that we don't keep making them. And and let's be honest, we're gonna probably make them again. <laughs> I can't tell me how many times I've fallen and failed and had to get back up again. And we're going to be more aware that they're happening so that we make these changes so that we don't keep staying stuck or going kind of further downhill. But before we dive in, I want you to get really excited because I have something so special for you. If you've been feeling like frazzled, overwhelmed, unfocused, stuck, like you're doing all the things and you're finally ready to learn like simple daily techniques that will quiet your mind and bring you clarity and peace to your hormones that will help you sleep well and help your body feel more lean, like all the things that you deserve, then do yourself a favor and go to BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash daily hormone checklist to get free and instant access to the daily hormone checklist, which is my brand new resource that I just created to make sure you have the simple steps, like that strategy we talk about that hundreds of my students have successfully used to begin to have relief from perimenopause symptoms. So head on over to BriaThePeriodWhisperer.com forward slash daily hormone checklist to get free access to the daily hormone checklist and share it with a friend, share it with a sister, share it with someone who needs it as well. Um, If you do this by tomorrow, you'll be feeling incredibly empowered to regain like the body, the health, the sleep, the energy you know, the hormone rhythm that you desire. Okay, but let's get back to these five healing mistakes. Because again, this is not about, you know, our body is sort of telling us what's happening, but our mind's kind of got to get in check, right? She's got to get on board here if we want things to happen. So the number one reason, um, the number one mistake that I see and that I have done many of times in my own life is that 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 women aren't getting healing, that aren't feeling better in perimenopause, um, is that you don't commit and persist. So I could probably tell you a hundred times, a hundred different stories of when I decided okay, Monday's the day. Monday's the day. I'm not going to eat these things. Monday's the day. I'm going to follow through on this workout program. Monday's the day. Uh, and and then by Thursday, life got hard and a little stressful. And I'm like, oh, I deserve a treat. I deserve a glass of wine. I have to tell you, that's got to be one of my most infuriating sayings. We all deserve whatever we want, right? We deserve to feel good. We deserve, but But deserving something that makes us feel bad kind of feels like a bit of a misalignment. 
what I had to learn in here was not necessarily about committing to an actual like nutrition plan, an actual workout plan. It's committing to the goal of feeling freaking awesome in my body, of healing. So committing to healing and persisting no matter what, because it's never going to be perfect. I I will tell you in all the years, and I have done hundreds of workout programs, hundreds. I have done hundreds of nutrition plans and not once have I done them to a T, not once. And I still got results because it's not about being committed to the exact process day in and day out and day in and day out. It's about being committed to who you want to be and how you want to feel. When I shifted that mindset to being committed to someone who feels freaking awesome, who has energy, who feels fit and lean and healthy and sleeps through the night and has a decent period, when I committed to being someone who was in control of my body, it became the persisting became a lot easier right? Because it didn't matter that sometimes I stumbled or sometimes things get in the way. And listen, I fail all the time. I fail on my health, on my business, on my parenting, on my partnership, on my friendship. I fail all the time. And when we are committed to the bigger picture of just being a better person, of being your healthiest self, you know, when you're committed to that greater picture and not just, I'm definitely going to do these hundred workouts in a row, then persistence becomes easier because you realize that the failures, the stumbles are really just lessons and like lessons really on your commitment to becoming a healed and healthier version of yourself. And so many people bail, sister, right? You have to believe, like you have to learn how to believe in your ability to heal, in your ability to be better than you are now. And when you start to believe in that bigger picture and you commit to no matter what, I am going to be a healthier version of myself this time next year. No matter what, I am going to be on that journey at all times when that's what we commit to. When we stumble, we get up and we keep going, right? I, I again, so many times in my life and even to this day, I eat things that dis, like d- that I know impact my sleep, that I know don't make my tummy feel very good. I make choices every now and then to do a hard workout because my head is just needing it. And then I pay for it for days. But I learn. I learn from those mistakes. I get really, really stressed. And I'm like, I don't have time to breathe and meditate. <laughs> you know, I go through all of these things. I make choices that aren't in alignment with that commitment. And so those are my lessons because I'm paying attention, right? We pay attention to what happens when we do that lesson. And then we don't just keep repeating the exact same lesson. We learn. And that's what helps us persist. So that number one mistake, you don't commit and persist to the bigger picture is a really valuable, important one. And it can be easy to get caught up, right, in the thick of perimenopause and all the symptoms and all the things we're doing in our life. But we have a tendency, and maybe you notice this, I know this, 
we have a tendency as humans to fixate on smaller problems because there's bigger ones that we're not ready to handle. So I know in my life, when I'm really overwhelmed with maybe something that's going on with my kids, or maybe that's something that's going on in, you know, my personal life, I want to often like try to control these other parts of my life, or we can easily kind of beat ourselves up a little bit on these other parts. Oh, I didn't eat perfectly, or, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that, or now whatever, I'm just going to eat it all. It doesn't matter anymore, right? These things that we say to ourselves, or it doesn't matter that I scroll Instagram for an hour before bed. When, when we fixate on these small things, we're often tr- avoiding these bigger pieces. And so bringing it kind of back to this greater commitment of like, okay, who, who am I going to be? Who do I want to be? We are, if you're listening to this podcast, you, I'm certain you are somewhere between 35 and 55. And if you are not, I'm still so glad you are here because honestly, all of this information is going to help you at no matter what age you are at as a woman. But we just know that the the suffering really is intense in these years. (laughs) And and the truth is, if we don't improve the suffering now, it doesn't get easier. And I'm sure I know I have have postmenopausal clients who can absolutely speak up for that. If you sit in this suffering for too long in perimenopause and you go right into menopause, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder. So now is our time and committing to who you want to be. Because if we're if we're 35 to 55, we got a lot of years left, sisters, don't we? We got a lot of years left. We got good years left. If you're sitting there all the time and saying, I'm just getting old, I'm just getting old, you need to tell yourself a different story. Because I'm when you're I'm almost 42. When you're in your 40s, like life can get really darn good. We can get so good. And our our hormones are actually there to support this transition. So we need to begin to ask ourselves that question. Who do I want to be? Who am I becoming? And commit to that so that you can persist through these small challenges, these small failures, and start to look at them as lessons. So that's the biggest healing mistake, number one. (laughs) Number one. Number two, healing mistake number two that I see women make that I have absolutely made. We don't fully accept that health is the foundation of happiness, of peace, of a successful and thriving life. You have to care as much about your health as you do about everything else that you care about in your life, if not more. And you know this, we all know this in our gut. We do, because at some point, at some point when we lose our health and we can't get our health back, that's when we start to have regrets, right? We hear there's a beautiful book. I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it's about um, about the most common things people say when they pass away, you know, on their deathbeds. Oh, that makes me feel really emotional. And none of them are around the to-dos. All of them are around, I wish I paid more attention. I wish I focused more on my health. I wish I, you know, focused more on having richer connection. I wish I, you know, had more of these memories. And in order to have these memories, we have to have our health. And we are really often missing the huge foundation of health in our body. And we, 
right? Like the foundation of health in every body, human, or sorry, human, yeah, human or animal, I'm saying that right, is rest, movement, nutrition, or fuel, we can call it, and like pleasure, which is where stress management comes in. We cannot have pleasure without stress management. These are the foundations. We see them. This is what you go out into the wild, in any wild, watch animals. What do they make sure to do every day, no matter what? Sleep, eat, move, play. Sleep, eat, move, play. This is what our dogs want. My dog just came up and gave me a little bump. He wants to sleep. He wants to eat. He wants to move. And he wants to play. That's the foundation of all health. And when we ignore that foundation, when we do not prioritize that foundation, when we think, no, my, 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 all the tasks I have to do at work this day, or the perfect big cupcakes for the bake sale, or the, you know, like the flawlessly done homework or the packaged lunch or the, you know, or the whatever. When we prioritize other things over our house, cracks over our house, over our foundation, our health, health, that's what I was going for. Cracks start to form in our foundation. And if we don't repair those cracks, shit gets in, right? Stuff gets in, water, animals, (laughs) further damage, right? And eventually, if you don't go back and repair those cracks, what happens to the house on the cracked foundation? It gets worse or it has a major overhaul. You need to recognize that everything in our life is based on our health, the foundation of our health. So if you feel like you don't have time to sleep, you don't have time to rest, you don't have time to make healthy meals, you don't have time to just go for a walk, you don't have time to breathe for a few minutes a day, then I'm going to tell you this from the most loving aspect of my heart, you got to get your priorities straight. We do this for our kids, right? I have in the thousands of women that I have worked with over 15 years in the wellness industry, working with women, I have never met a woman who has children or pets that doesn't make sure they are fed, moved, slept, like active or like joyed, loved, whatever, whatever we want to call it. We put, we make sure everyone else is like that, but we're not setting a very good example and we're losing the opportunity to do for it for ourselves. And we know it impacts our mindset, right? We understand that when we don't feel well in our body, our head starts to join the game, right? The head starts to chime in and it's like, oh, like you, you know, you're this, you're that. It says some awful things. And if we have a stressful day and our mind's struggling, and our body doesn't feel well, then it becomes a really tough downward spiral. The way back is bringing it to these foundations. Always, every time, it doesn't matter what nutrition, health, wellness expert you speak to, these four things are the priority. So we need to bring it back to that and fully accept that your health is the foundation of your happiness, your fulfillment, your ability to be present, to like rich in, have more intimate connections, whether it's with your partner or your friends or your children. Your health is everything that way. And it supports that mindset piece. Number three of the five biggest mistakes I see us make is not getting support. 
not surrounding yourself with people who are on the trajectory that you're in. If you want to know how to feel well in your body, spend three days surrounded by people who are positive-minded, who are making healthy choices, who are on this journey with you or just ahead of this journey, and then also spend those three days sleeping well and eating well. I promise you in three days, you can feel like a different person. We get really caught up. And in perimenopause, it's tricky, especially if you're in a heterosexual relationship, because no one in your family gets what you're going through, like in your immediate circle, right? These are the people we're surrounded with by so much. and. Not only that, but people still aren't even aware of the impact of perimenopause. No one's actually honoring what a significant transition this is. It's not like puberty when we see the transition in our kids growing and we give all this space like, oh, well, you know, she's going through puberty. That's why she's there raging. You know what? You know, it's not like pregnancy where we see the belly growing and we say, oh, well, she's pregnant. She's building a human. She needs to rest. No, no one's recognizing that in perimenopause. So we need to advocate for ourselves and surround ourselves with people who get it and people who have the healthy habits that we want. So if your immediate family, if the if the partner you have and the two kids you live with or whatever you've got going on in your life, if they are stuck in unhealthy habits, you not you're not you don't need to ditch them and find a new family but you do need to find support either in friendships either in community this is what the perimenopause posse is about either in you know a a, a walking group or a, a like a, a church group a community group whatever it is you need to find light and i will tell you that every every day every day that i go for my walk in the morning i put something in my ears that's positive, that I'm learning from someone who is positive, who cares about their health, who's moving forward, because that keeps me going and on a trajectory in a world that can sometimes drag us down a little. So high fives for you. You're listening to this podcast, and I hope that you're getting some of that right here. But I know that when I get caught up, always, you know, talking to friends who are maybe Debbie Downers, or always surrounded in an environment where I'm not growing and I'm feeling like it's so hard to achieve the things that I'm trying to achieve, whether it's quality sleep, whether it's gentle movement, like whatever that routine is that I'm trying to create so that I can feel better in my body. I know it's time for me to get energy from other people. So not getting support. And and I will tell you, I used to be the kind of person I didn't want, I was, it felt really um, embarrassing somehow to me to tell people that I wanted to lose weight or to tell people that I wasn't feeling well. It was like, all of a sudden I, I wasn't perfect. A perfectionism was a real hard fear issue for me. And I used to want to just quietly do all of these things on my own and then just emerge this wonderful butterfly, which doesn't make any sense to me. Now that I go back and think about it, now that I've started to work through those things, because one, Every time I get help, I get there faster. And every time I have friends support me, I feel more seen and normal and it's less hard. So find some people, find some support in whatever that is, whether that's just showing up and listening to this podcast every day, whether it is 
talking about some of the things that make you feel a bit vulnerable with people who might understand, whether that is joining a community, something like the perimenopause posse, where you can be surrounded by other women, whatever it is, get support because not getting support is one of the biggest healing mistakes that we make. Number five, oh my gosh, my numbers are all off today, you guys. Number four is not investing, not investing in your bigger picture that you're committing to. If you are committing to being a healthier person, then we need to take some of the money that we're spending on the unhealthy things and we need to put on the healthy things, right? Whether that's healthier food, whether that's actually getting a coach, I will tell you that I spent a lot of years feeling really stuck in my body, in my business, in my life, because I didn't ask for help. And when I finally got this darn memo down, it was right in the beginning of perimenopause when I just got slammed hard and I'd been to the doctor and she's like, you're the picture of health. And I just wanted to cry out of depression for the fact that I felt so crappy and I didn't know the way out. And I finally, I invested in learning. I invested in a program that taught me exactly about healing, hormone healing about women's bodies. And that's where I started. And ever since then, I have either had a course or I've had a a mentor, a coach, someone that I'm constantly investing in. And now, so that was when I was started when I was 37, I'm almost 40. So five years later, at almost 42, I am in a fitter, leaner, like, like more in tuned body than I have ever been in my entire life. I know how to sleep better. I know what food bothers me. I feel fully in control of my body. The mind is the other piece that we work on (laughs) at all times, but investing in someone, in something to support and align with this, it does two things. One, it gives you the support and strategy and the tips and the tools that you need. And it's skin in the game right? I knew that when I invested in these courses, when I invested in these coaches that were all about me committing to being this person that I needed to be, that I wanted to be, that I really believed that I should be, then I was less apt to give up because I had invested. Every time we invest, we have more skin in the game. And I know I am, I'm less apt to give up. I'm less apt to stay down when I fall. We don't do that anymore though, do we? All right. And number five, you guys, of the five biggest healing mistakes we make is not being consistent. I want to be really, really clear with this. And I would debate this till my death. If you are struggling in inflammation, which is like if you're if you're dealing with anything like stuck belly fat, crazy PMS, really heavy periods, bloating, indigestions, night sweats, hot flashes. If you're dealing with any of those things, you're dealing with inflammation. You're in phase one of your healing process. And if you are dealing with inflammation from inflammation to fat burning, like if your focus is weight loss from inflammation to fat burning, eight to 12 weeks, eight to 12 weeks. So if you're getting on the scale in inflammation, what you see on that scale is only inflammation. Scale goes up, inflammation, scale goes down, less inflammation. That's what it comes down to. So we we need to be able to stay the course long enough. This is why people can like gain five pounds and then lose five pounds. I am always in a five pound, three to five pound swing. 
because of our hormones, because of what I might eat that day, because of what stress might be going on, because of how well I slept last night, all of these things, because of our environment, all of these things impact inflammation in our body. And that's why there's always a little swing. That burning doesn't go up and come down that quickly. It just doesn't. We cannot lose and gain that kind of fat in a day. It's not possible. So when we spend a month dealing with reducing inflammation, like we do in Midlife Mojo, and then we spend a month optimizing and healing and repair, and then we spend a month in optimization of hormones and shifting into fat burning, that's where the magic happens. But you have to be able to get there, right? You have to commit and persist long enough to be consistent long enough for those results. And you should not be looking for results in two weeks time. The results you should be looking at is like, maybe am I sleeping a little bit better? Maybe am I a little less irritated? Maybe am do I have a little bit more energy today? And don't forget, if you're later in life, right? If we've spent a decade feeling this way, it's not going to just fix overnight. It does take a little bit of time. But when you're committed to that greater version, that greater vision of yourself, then you'll persist through and you can persist enough to be consistent enough to get the results that you need. Okay, sisters. So let's just recap these five biggest healing mistakes that we are making in perimenopause. And let's just commit to making them less, right? Not about perfection. I'm letting go of that in life. Not about perfection. We're going to make them less. So do not, or let's start. How are we going to say this? Let's go. So five healing mistakes. You don't commit and persist. You don't fully accept that health is the foundation of happiness. You do, you're not getting the support that you need. You're not investing in this, in this commitment to yourself and you are not being consistent. Nail these five, start focusing on these five. Every time you want to make a decision, bring it back to these five. And I promise you, you will start to notice a difference step-by-step day-by-day. Okay. I want you to go out, be more in your life and not just less on a scale, but make sure to go and download your daily hormone checklist for free, download it, send it to your friend, get her to download it so that you guys can talk about it. Tag me in it. If you download it, you know, let me know that you're working on these things. These are the things that I do every day for me that I have done now every day for five years. Well, not every day. Again, we're not perfect but that I do most often. Every time I start to fall off, I come back to this daily checklist. This is what I do and how I even implement it. It's all in the checklist there for you. You will help you with your stuck weight release. It will help you with your sleep. It will help you with your energy. It will help you with your periods. All right, go out, be more in your life, not just less on a scale, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.